Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fam Radio International. Welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and we've got Mr. Andrew Pollard come over to spend. Oh, hello. There you go. You have to be about, like, about I, there. I, I, I didn't realise you were coming to me straight yeah. away. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it's I'm all here. right. Yeah. And, and we've also got Chris Hayes. He's not on the mic, but he's waiting in the wings. Hello. Yeah, you can Louder. hear him. But we've also got a very special guest star, somebody who's been with the show from the beginning, listening to the show and helping us, and he's done so much for us over the years, it's untrue. So we thought we would extend a, uh, a bit of an invitation to come over and be on the show, and it, we welcome welcome to Mr. David Galdard. Hey. Nice to be yes. here. You can't clap in front of the microphone. I, 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 Have you seen what he's just done now? All these noises. Anyway, no, we're all good. I, I think take away from the welcome we were giving to David. Does yes, it? no, no, it's okay. Well, I think our levels are good anyway, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're okay. We can relax a little bit now. So, welcome, David. How are you? 
I'm fine, thank you. It's nice to be here after all this time. I was Is listening it? since uh, show one. I've been wanting you to come on for a bit. It's just always, we've, we've not been in alignment, have we? And tonight the moon and all the planets aligned and it's Halloween. Uh, yeah, it's because it's, it's, it's Halloween. It brings all the uh, the oddities together, is it? Is that what we're going <laughs> indeed, with? Yeah. Is that the line Absolutely. you're going with there, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. So I thought tonight we've got a big dude, the Crimson Masquerade Balls on at Satan's Hollow as always. And we're going to go over to Fab and go to Satan's. And we thought we'd do the show first. So this is good. So David has been, uh, he's, he's a massive fan of all the stuff that we're into. So it's easy to get on. He, he, I like his critiques of certain shows when I feel like I'm butting up against a brick wall. I'll often read his comments on Facebook and I won't feel quite as mad, you know, about a film or TV show that I thought was particularly shit. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's been there and his politics are quite aligned with mine as well. So that's helpful. So he's kind of like your, your safety blanket. I like that. I like that. I just, I just feel sometimes when I'm, I might feel, oh, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, and then yeah. I hear when he says, if he says, no, no, that was a bit shit. I think, oh, I'm okay. So I've got a pass. Examples. Uh, Doctor Who, he's on the nail with Doctor Who. He's always been on the nail. Whenever that show has been disappearing above the... uh, Through the event horizon of its own rectum, (laughs) David's called that. And at a point where lots of other people who are on his Facebook in in his sci-fi group are are going, no, 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 it's that good Moffat, it's a genius. And he's sort of going, he's not really, is he? You know, And then you've got bang, 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 bang as they all come on and, and have a go at him. But I can't argue with the stuff that he said and I agree with some of it I don't think he hate, I, I think I dislike it more than he does so what are your opinions on the uh, new run then we're three weeks in is that correct yeah yeah I love it yeah. I think it's great um, the other day Monday morning I got a phone call from my seven year old nephew Uncle David Uncle David guess what I watched last night what Doctor Who it was bloody wonderful oh and that's oh, what you want. You, yeah. want. you want the kids yeah. interested in Absolutely. it again. Yeah. Whereas I felt it had really lost the kids. I mean, I, I'm a teaching assistant. I work with kids. Right. And when I first started in that job, David Tennant was in the role. And even the staff would come, because they knew I was a big Who fan. They'd, they'd be at the door on Monday morning. You know, remember the fake regeneration? Oh, that was the, the zenith of that show's comeback, that. There's literally about five staff waiting at the door. People couldn't wait. You know all about this. Who's the next doctor? What happens in the next episode? And everyone was obsessed with it. It worked. It fooled everyone. That episode, because there was no possible way that he couldn't get out of that. He was regenerating. It was happening. And it managed to keep it secret. There was going to be a new doctor. Everybody believed it. That kind of sounds to me like when the whole, like, Glenn under a dumpster in The Walking Dead. Yep. No, because yeah, uh, uh, no, I knew that was crap. <laughs> I called that crap in the office. No, but, like, I mean, I, I don't particularly, I've never, not, it's not like I don't like Doctor Who. I've just I've never really gone to watching right. it, so I, I, can't, I can't praise it. But it's just, it's nice to hear that there's a younger yeah. generation embracing a show. Oh, yeah. So whether it's a show I'm into or not, it's just it's because I know we're in like a cynical world these yeah. days where it's just it's anybody with oh, any yeah. access to a computer can grumble and moan and 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 they do they're more vocal mm. than the people who like things. Yeah. And so just to hear that there's your nephew was it a nephew niece My nephew, nephew yeah yeah yeah, yeah just to to, mm. to gravitate towards something like that and to enjoy it and that's uh, you'd like to think a future generation I remember, of fan. I remember watching the the bit and and this should have been a very commercial episode and it was the one where Matt Smith had gone 
he'd already shaved his head out of an act of sort of defiance uh, after rowing with Stephen Moffat over how he treated Christopher Eccleston and that he caused him to not be part of the anniversary show, made a fool out of Matt Smith, that did, apparently. And so he's there wearing a wig for this episode and he, he makes a joke out of it and he pulls it off and shows he's got a bald head at one point, doesn't it? But... But that show, the last one, the, was it the Day of the Doctor, Time of the Doctor it was? Time of the Time Doctor, because the, yeah, the Day of the, the Doctor was the anniversary. One, yeah. yeah, and I was watching that, and, and this was such a convoluted, navel-gazing mess it, that, that you had to have watched all the different story strands of Moffat's era. You had to have watched loads of episodes of Classic Who. You've had to... It, the whole thing was such a mess and all over the show. And I, I just remember sitting watching it thinking, what on earth does a 10-year-old kid get out of this show now? And I, I, I mean, what do you think about that, David? Do you do that, the, that era from Moffat to... Uh, from Matt Smith's debut through to Capaldi leaving? Um, it's not my favourite era. I'm not going to sit here and say I hated all of it because mm. I didn't. Uh, but quite often... The ones that I really loved were written by other writers, not yeah. Moffat. I really liked the anniversary one. I thought that was tremendous. I thought that did the job well. Um, but I liked Amy's Choice and Vincent and the Doctor and the ones that were written by other did people. Like Vincent and the Doctor as well. Um, but, but yeah, people lost interest. There's no no two ways about that. And Doctor Who fans will argue that that's mm. not the case, but they did. And well, now you've got did. people well, watching clearly. it again, and the plots are linear. Mm. And they can follow it. Well, the the and also what I like is all right. They let with the bad wolf thing. They let Rose become more important than maybe some of the fans were happy with. But at the end of the day, it was only in the last episodes you were aware that oh, it's going to be her. Yeah. Whereas leading up to it, she was a very normal nineteen-year-old girl who suddenly found a world of excitement after working in a window shop in a shop window, uh, doing stuff, uh, shop assistants. And she says at the beginning of the first episode, she said for the first so many years 19 years of my life nothing happened nothing at all until this happened and it was great and and you had uh, Mickey the, the silly boyfriend and then you had a mum who, who was a character in her own right and they, they were all well rounded and then suddenly we're, every single person that was part of the Doctor's life like Amy and everybody else they all became more bloody important than him the whole story the whole saga all revolved around these assistants Companions, of which it has to be said, they weren't all that interesting. Some of them, I didn't think Amy was. She could have been a better character. What do you um, think of the new ones? Oh, I think it's wonderful. I really do. And anybody who was knocking Bradley Walsh, I think they're going to have to admit that he's a lot better than they thought he was going to be. I've got I've, to admit, I was one of them. Oh, everybody said it. It was a shock. It was a shock to me that they'd approached him. And I didn't understand it because I thought, isn't this weird? Because you've got this this woman in the TARDIS now. So the dynamic's going to be different anyway. And I thought, isn't it weird that you've gone and put a guy in who's going to be like 15, 20 years older than her or her appearance, shall we, to be? And I didn't get where they were coming from, but I think this granddad-grandson thing works really well. And I like that there's a storyline going along where all he wants, if you get you gathered, all he wants is for Ryan to call him granddad, and it's going to happen in the last episode yeah, of the yeah, series. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to yeah. be a nice emotional moment, and he'll go, granddad, and he'll be just happy. And, and that's what I mean, but that's a journey that you didn't get with Moffat. That's too boring for him. That was too straightforward, a relationship like that. Oh, I, got, I got the impression with, with some of the episodes of Sherlock that sometimes you watch that and it's a good story, but it was needlessly convoluted. I still didn't get... I didn't get... I, I, I 
like to think I've got them not stupid, but I don't get the Victorian one where they were back in time and he's suddenly doing the Jeremy Brett Sherlock Holmes in the classic era of of it and it looked great by the way the the the, the production the, them running round it actually worked with them calling themselves Holmes and Watson which they don't do in the modern one yeah it didn't make much sense did it no, no, the no. explanation that he'd actually just been thinking this through to see if somebody could get away with murder it is weird. It's it's not. It's worse than I'm even saying it. So with, with, with on, on the Moffat topic, I mean that's like something I don't really bother it's with. It's a too contentious much. issue because yeah. you have people who love Moffat think that if you don't like it, that you're no, it's a bit dumb. Well, we, we have it like it. within the magazine. We have no. that. We clearly have two uh, two people in, in JR Southall and Paul Mount who have. Oh, it's great for debate. But we people... have to separate them on Facebook. Right. <laughs> in the middle. But yeah. no, that's part of the debate. Is in, yeah. We're not not everybody who will like the same things, even within the same magazine. You can have different opinions. Oh. But what, what, what do you think about the news that Moffat and uh, Mark Gattis are now, it's been finally confirmed, even yep. it, was, it was rumoured last year, to do a Dracula series. Is, right. that, well, is that something that excites you a little bit? Or? Well, I won't, I won't, I'll ask you a question in response to that. <laughs> what... what it, uh, it's not them that have got it. It's you. You've been given it. We've we've done a deal. We've formed a production company, and we've got to tell you what is Polly's new new job now. Right. You're you're going to do something new with Dracula. Uh, bear in mind everything else that's already been done, and Whedon and what he's done with vampires and all the rest of stuff. How modernised everything is. I I'm one of the biggest fans of that mythos. I love uh, Dracula, the character, the the book, the novel. I worship the Tomb of Dracula comic. To yeah, me, it yeah, was the yeah, best yeah. comic book ever written. It was written, that and V for Vendetta and Strangers in Paradise, my three favourite comics. And the the way that Tomb of Dracula was written, I know that Whedon must have been a fan because he based his Scooby gang very much on that yeah, dynamic. Yeah. Now, what are you going to do with Dracula now? Exactly, that was my point. When, when, when it kind of broke the news broke, I'm thinking... It's not so much what he's um, going to do. He's going to do something weird and wacky. Let's have yeah. it right. He did surprises with Sherlock. They immediately when all the text messages were going on screen and all that stuff, and you thought, oh, he has modernised it. I liked his, I liked the first season of Sherlock. I'm thinking, though, if you're going with Dracula, you, it, to me, personally, that's that's something that I don't I don't need or want to well, see modernised. You've just had a modernised version, haven't we? Did yes, anybody yes. watch Dracula, that? Dead in love, yeah. It? yeah, it's great. No, <laughs> not, that one. not that one. The that bloody TV show. It was two years ago, and it got one season. That that says it oh, all. Oh come yeah, on, yeah. you did see this. It was a modern version of Dracula. It it wasn't in modern day, but it was a modernized it wasn't uh, version. James Nesbitt was it? No, but you look at the Dracula no, Untold with Luke Evans. That that did really well, and that that was like the first of the massive decline for that whole uh, well, the, the Universal. That, new, I see new... going for his IMDb. <laughs> oh, whoa. he's a cheat. Don't you think though? People but, are going to think we do it. <laughs> it oh, this is really terrible. Um, I think it probably would be better with Moffat out of the way and Gatiss doing it on his own because mm. Gatiss really understands horror. He does. It's in his DNA. He does, yes. He's done some fantastic stuff. I don't know if you ever saw Crooked House. No. No, I've not no, no, no. You've, no. None of you have seen no, that? No, no, no. Right, tomorrow it's the, you've got to get on Amazon and order it. Right. People listening, it is yeah. fantastic. It's like... Um, so is this Gatiss written? Yes, it was done... I do like his writing. Yeah, no, me too. Um, 
I even it's like almost robots like, uh, of Sherwood that he did for robots uh, of ro- robot of Sherwood. <laughs> 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 he arrived. He arrived in. He won't give away what it is, but he arrived there, and Clara's wanting to meet Robin Hood, and he's going, "Robin Hood's not real; he's a fictitious character. You, we can't. We meet someone real, and then he turns up in Sherwood, and there's Robin Hood, and that's where it began. And it was what well, it Capaldi was on form in that episode. He had a spoon fight. With a guy with a sword <laughs> with Robin Hood on the lock, and it was great. And this oh, is what I mean. Now he's the forgotten. He's going to be one of the least favourite doctors in all these polls. Really? Yeah, and it's sad. It is. It's not fair. It's so, totally anyway, unfair. Before we forget, uh, Crooked House, David. Yes. So when was this broadcast? Oh God, it's probably about ten years old now. Really? Um, right. But it, I think they originally did it over three nights. But if you buy the DVD, it's almost like a film, mm-hmm. like a 90, okay. 90 minute thing, and it's three stories with a, with an arc, three different stories with an arc, and wow. it's this curator of a museum, and it harks back really to like the Amicus yeah. films, you know, when you used to get things like yeah. From Beyond the Grave yeah, and Doctor Terror's House of Horrors, and it's very much in, in that tradition. Passed me by. You yeah. really need to 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 get that. It's ace. I, I think this must have passed most people by. Then, yeah. If, mm-hmm. if this. Yeah. I, that's, three I th- of the four people in the in this room, I, 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 and, and the three of us are the ones that are uh, supposedly professionals at this yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah, David coming up and showing yeah. us up. Cheers, that. <laughs> Sorry, no, I've got I, info on that Dracula series now. It was it's it was come back to 2016. <laughs> it's just come back to me. Starred Jonathan Rhys Mayers. Mayers. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, I remember yeah. now. Mm. I could picture him. What yeah, was I yeah. thinking of with James Nesbitt? Though? And he was a sexy Cold feet. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was in that. Carnival Films made it. But the thing is, it's a British-American co-production. But they they gave it to him. He was a handsome enough-looking guy. So it, the, the whole point with his Dracula is clearly they're going with a bit where uh, he would be handsome and charismatic because yeah, that's how yeah. he lures these women in. Whereas with Dr- Christopher Lee, he was supposed to be handsome, but he was quite scary, wasn't he? I, I'd More say he was, handsome. and I say he was a good-looking chap for, 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 the, for the time for the day. I'd say with his hair. And no, I, I'd say I saw part. Like, I, I thought the, the Lee look worked more with that that, that classic Dracula mythos, mm-hmm. as he just he had that whole like I don't know. I'm here to be all friendly, but I, you know I'm also mm. going to come around and jump down on we your didn't neck. Do a, a lot bit. of that, like he, in the original horror of Dracula. He was the count, and he had mm, all the root, mm. and he had all the stuff that went on in the book. He was there; he was talking to him as a person. But in all these other sequels, he's literally just dug up, and he's going, <sighs> "Yeah," rasping at people, and then and they will have one line, something like, "I have battled you for centuries, and you will never defeat me," and stuff like that. He he literally had two or three lines in the entire movie, but, but he hated but doing it. It kind of turned to like the monsters, basically. That was yeah. it. Yeah, was I, I, I love the monsters, that. but that wasn't what 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 Dracula was meant to be. That was no. that was just grandpa in the basement this really old cynical yeah. vampire who just is just like literally the, the caricature of the uh, i know yeah. I, I think in terms of if we need a new dracula series i need i, I, I don't know <laughs> that's me we, i don't think word, i don't think we do and, and if, if if you look at a set and it's got to to make it work to me you've got to go classic and gothic yeah, and oldie worldy so. you've yeah. got to, you've got to be one of the white i mean i'm 
on the slightly younger scale of, of, of the group in the room at the moment. But I would say that to me, I, I remember growing up and, and watching TV late at night when I shouldn't be, and you'd have. It, it, it turns out I didn't know at the time, but it turned out it'd be like the classic Universal horrors where it's all it, the, the rich. There's like a rich gothic vibe to it, the black and whiteness, the mm. the, 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 the the landscapes. You've got to go with that if you go not necessarily right. black and white, but you've got to go with oh, traditional. If you can go Dracula, so the, many the, versions. The, oh yeah, they but there's so many if versions you're trying to now. Temporize it and give them uh, Dracula AD 1972, <laughs> <laughs> which I love, by the way. Oh, it's, it's one fantastic. of my favourites, and I, don't, I know there's so much wrong with it, but I love it. Uh, even the, the band Stoneground at the beginning, it's just a silly. The, all these teenagers who were at uni, all smoking weed and all this, and in gangs, they were all played by in 30, gangs. Thirty in little gangs, little hanging oh, round. Yeah, okay. like, the police bust up a yeah. They, yeah, they they were all played by thirty-five-year-olds, weren't yeah, they? And, yeah. and all the whole thing. I mean, it's bit, it's a bit odd, but I did, as you probably can tell, anyone listening to this show, we do like the the theme music to it. It's oh, very, yeah. and it's a, an iconic as fuck. It was Michael Vickers, and he decided to really update it. Now that was followed up by um, Satanic Rites of Dracula, where it turned out at the end of Dracula AD 1972 he gets killed in Bartholomew's church in the centre of London and he gets buried there and all that then it turns out they've excavated the land and they've built a big skyscraper and they, it's a Denim group and then it turns out that yeah Denim is actually uh, Dracula Christopher Lee's Dracula so he's a mogul now he's a property developer a Denim mogul Denim is the name of the company oh so not, he, not the clothing he, Denim no no oh. Denham Oh, denim. Oh, right. I, I was thinking so, of like really shit nineties indie so, um, band called uh, called Denim. So the production, so the company that that basically lay waste to the <laughs> church disturbed him. He came back and then he took over the company and he's now a property mogul in London. Yeah, I can't get uh, and it's the, the crazy. Image of, uh, Christopher Lee and Denim hot. I don't think. I I will go see, out on a limb. I, I, I think if, if you're gonna if you're gonna do Dracula, you have to do you have to. In the oldie times, that classic Dracula. Vampires are a separate beast, though. You can do them several times. As the Lost Boys proved. Yeah, uh, there's, but even from Dust Till Dawn. There's stories, yeah, thirty days a night. Uh, it's like, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can do different things well, with vampires and so themselves. So many but, versions of Dracula, unlike yeah. all these other things. Like just off the top of me head now you've had the original pretty still scary Nosferatu then you've got oh, then you've yeah. got Christopher Lee then you've Bala Lugosi that brought yeah, that Hungarian yeah, yeah. Uh, Transylvanian vibe yeah the Werner Herzog uh, yeah, vamp- yeah. the vampire with a Y in it yeah and then, Why you, not? then you've had since then we've had uh, so many different versions. You had the 1979 one that had um, oh, is that actor um, Leslie Nielsen? No, <laughs> um, it's a great undiscovered gem. This film, if you've not seen it, it. Yeah, yeah. it's the it's the Wyndham. It's a director, isn't it? And it's uh, it's it's he played. Skeletor in Masters of oh, the Universe. Oh, uh, Frank Langella. Langella yeah. yeah. He was Dracula See, in this. See, about He-Man, I'm down with that. And it had great dialogue, the script was wonderful, and he played the classic love story. And that, that was great. Bombed at the box office, did nothing. He had some great, terrifying moments in there of, of vampires. His daughter Lucy being, she was almost like a zombie. It was terrifying stuff. Brilliant film. So then you go, you go modern. We've got uh, the modern version with uh, Oldman, yeah. Yeah, uh, with yeah. his uh, commercially produced glasses that you couldn't have possibly uh-huh. got in Victorian London, you know, and and all that. There's so many versions. Yeah, they, I've missed loads of them out. 
and yeah, and you John Carpenter's vampires. Yeah, well, there you go. That's another look at another mm. case. I actually like that uh, yeah. film. Why do you hate uh, it so much? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely why because of John James Woods. James Woods. I yeah. was I was a fan of James Woods up until uh, the you know the last two years when I realised who he was. What he's pretty. He's, he's all right until I realised who he was. Hey, are you on the mic at the moment as well? If not, I think you Christ. should get into a mic for this. Like, this no, next part, it'll pick. It'll pick. It'll this pick, up. It'll pick it up. They, they know I'm in the background, like a little fucking Igor type. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's fine. This is where I belong. Uh, oh, oh, oh God! Over the last two years, uh, Woods has been revealed to be a pretty toxic person, hasn't he? He's not some. He's not done well. He hasn't. No. No, he's not. But I, you know what? Don't don't detract from his seems, performances. No, he's a good actor. With all these things, you know, yeah. he, he is great. Yeah. You know, you can't go back and go. All right, uh, Virgin Suicide's terrible. You know? No, no. Casino. Uh, casino. Yeah, of yeah, call, yeah. Of it's course. brilliant. Video drone. Uh, cat size. Yeah. Yeah. You say what I mean. So we're trying to have a go, but he's got a pretty good bloody back catalogue, hasn't he? Of course, of course. Right. He is. Yeah, but 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 I, I, I'm not comparing James Wood to him. But you know, in terms of tunes, Gary Glitter's got some bangers. Right. Oh, oh my right. God! Here, funny, aren't he? So we got to drag. it back. Oh, no, I'm just saying, in terms of you, Listen, if, you, if you talk about not just someone on their, on their just music, came on air and Weinstein, sixteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone wants to keep, no, up with but that. Like, sixteen. If you What's say, he trying to? Jack, a sixteen-year-old girlfriend. It's so what? Well, because we we got that that oh, kind actually, of yeah yeah. You got that news just to be coming there, so we've not really heard the rest of it. What what what's what's the crack there? What's, well, well, you know, what's, he's, what's been come a, out? he's been charged with four we, counts Polly, of rape. Polly. Rape, yeah. Oh, sorry. Maybe maybe we'll just talk about. Um, oh yeah, we don't need to cover this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other stuff. The Winter Soldier. Oh, we, do we need a yeah, musical well, let's break? Go for a break. Let's yeah, sorry, musical break. I've got great news. We've got MCU news. Yeah. We've got those two things. Yep. Tell you what we'll do. We'll have a break, and then while we're on the break, we'll decide how we can actually turn this into a show. I love the song of dripping blood. My name is Dracula. I'm back from the dead. Dracula is alive and well and starring in Dracula AD 1972. For lovers of the occult, Dracula, A.D. 1972. And on the same program for lovers of the macabre, Crescendo, from Warner Brothers, rated PG. Want the latest news from the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment without journeying to the dark side? Catch the Starburst Radio Show every Wednesday on Fab Radio International at 9 p.m. Hosted by the editors of Starburst Magazine. I find their lack of decency and common sense disturbing. This is Fab Radio International. the alternative and welcome back to starburst radio at fab radio international and it just occurs to me that i have been we've been on air for like three quarters of an hour and i didn't even check if there were any uh emails so i'm just gonna set that 
downloading. I believe David was See? just talking about natural selection there. What, what, what was that? Natural selection. <laughs> Darwin, My God. Darwin came up with well, that idea. Before we get before we get on with this, because we, we knew David would oh. be coming, so uh, we knew he would be here. So we just got you a couple of bits and bobs. We thought we'd oh, sort that you out much. for you. If you have a quick look at Lovely. that, you'll see what we did at the uh, bidding. Because as I said, uh, I had I had oh. company this weekend. What's that? Um, it's a Starburst binder. Whoa! Oh my oh, word! Signed. Oh no man! Way. Literally everyone. Oh man! I'm Have lobster it. worthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the great Dave Prowse. Yeah. It's got Daz on it as well. Indeed. Oh, yeah. He was the first one to sign it. Oh, How this is amazing. Like, secure a, a binder because they have been flying out. Does anyone? Who I, I, I had to, to hide it. Lately. I had to fight. I had oh, to fight. Oh my god! I kept it. They're not going to be back in stock till the year 2021. Be difficult. No, 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 no. David, my God. Anyway. Oh, that, that wow. is wonderful. And we had to, we put some stuff to oh, the side to you that, we, as I was saying, we get some stuff in and we thought you might like oh, a couple amazing. of bits and bobs of goodies. But don't you think, I like, I really love the envelope. Have you seen the envelope there that came out? That's actually genuine, that. Oh, that's that's what it was sent in it. And the artwork, great. Yeah. That's, they only sent one of those things and I think it's that one book that, you, uh, that you've got just there. The rest of them... Uh, yeah. Our, our See, especially oh. this is this is like uh, it, it doesn't really Christmas work. morning. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It, 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 it doesn't really work well on, on audio, <laughs> but this, on no, this is <laughs> yeah, this, no, this is like this I've is this is absolutely brilliant. Doctor Who, Doctor Who books, and can I just say that's a good book that one. This this is it's just fantastic. Um, it's really touching for me because perhaps listeners, some listeners will know that I grew up very close to you know a couple of streets away from Mike and. You did. I was with Starburst right from the beginning, near enough. Mm. Uh, we used to get it from the same newsagent. Kenny's. Kenny's. Yep. In Offerton. And, um, God, yeah. I mean, when, when I was a kid, I mean, it's a different time now, but if you was into genre stuff, there was no internet. You only had three channels on the TV. You only had VHS if you was well-to-do. And you only knew about all this stuff through buying... Starburst mm. or Doctor mm-hmm. Who magazines, and those names, you know, Deskin, John, John Brosnan, mm. uh, Andrew Pixley, people like that. You know, they've they stayed in my head all my life. And well, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. when you think about it, I it's same as you. And I was getting these annuals and stuff that Des would be putting out as Marvel UK because he was the head of that. And it's weird that on their manuals it'd be he'd always sign it like the Stan Lee thing sign. But my grandma and my granddad had signed it as well. So when my growing up, if you see any of my annuals that I had when I was actually a kid, you'd got Des's signature <laughs> and my, my grandma and my granddad there. So all three of them. So it was kind of it's weird that I've ended up working with him. It's like like I say, staying over at my house, keeping me up till six in the morning with tales of how he was putting all this stuff together. And it is nice. It's nice actually. And I say people who don't know, yeah, he he is very um, energetic for someone his age he will wear you out he oh, will keep out until 7 in the morning and de- he'll still want skin. to go and do something yeah. oh, the, he's, yeah, he's yeah. no end he's a legend his batteries yeah. do not go he's a lovely fella he was, uh, he was telling me a very uh a very fun story about him and two Bond girls, and that's that's, that's kind of all you, that's, that's, yeah. that's all you need to know, really. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had a, I had another story about a girl at the uh, at this festival of fantastic films, which, by the way, was on this weekend. That's why Des was a guest there, so he stayed at mine after he'd finished, and and then at the end of the festival of fantastic films, the guy who's been running it gets up and he says, "Right, next year's the thirtieth year, and I'm thinking of 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 actually we're going to uh, release the reins then. So if any 
everybody wants to, you know, buy this off as a take it over, you know, with that with that's something we would be looking at talking to because we want it to continue. But I've got to warn you, it's losing lots of money. And this time, the last couple of years, we've ended up incurring a lot of debts. And he went into this debt for the reasons why you would never want to be involved in this business in a million years, yeah? <laughs> and then we sat there, and then Des just leaned over and went, bloody hell, I think someone should have had a word with him someday before he went on. And it was just very weird. But I hope they continue doing it, because it, the only problem I've got with it is their age group is that I was one of the youngest people in that bloody room and there's a lot of people in there that I've been into all this uh, jello um, Italian horror scene and all that and it's a very old scene now and they're inviting 80 odd year old directors round and they look quite knackered they look like like it's quite exhausting for them and they'd all left when I was there the closing ceremony because they were tired and they'd gone home to bed because it's eight o'clock <laughs> so so I'm just saying that if you did somebody getting involved in it I think you've got to you've got to bring it a bit more up to date because literally your audience is dying you you the people that you're going to get over are getting that old they're not going to be able to travel and I just think that they've stayed locked in that time what's been going 30 years and the, the lineup has remained the same as it was probably the first year they did it you know, they keep getting Didario, um, you know, um, mm. Cannibal Holocaust guy mm-hmm. over. He keeps coming over. He's only so many times you can hear the same story. Like I was saying, um, David, we killed a lot of animals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a turtle. There was he a few don't snakes. Like yeah. about that though. He, he well, bollocks to him. If he's done that, you, you've got to be responsible for your actions. Yeah, that. I, I saw yeah, a yeah, film yeah. and I can't remember the name of it. It was so, the word atomic is in the title. It was. Oh, a, not it this goat film. It was keep banging on about it, goat because film. It was shocking. Yeah, to go it wasn't. No. Do you know what? It's not that. It's not that film. It's not that film. So oh, you're wrong. You're, Where? Wrong. you're, you're wrong. kidding. <laughs> yeah. What, what right. are the chances of that? Island of Death. He's talking about. And no. And um, don't. There we go. David was uh, doubting me there that this is a real movie. No, no I'm saying movie. the kidding goats. Yeah, you missed the you're, point. You're um, oh, oh. you're not on the farm tonight. You didn't get I that. Did all that. I got yeah, that. It's his fault. I'm sorry, dude. So, <laughs> Chris, right, right Chris. the goat thing. That's only one scene <laughs> where, and it wasn't <laughs> real because he grabbed back to my yeah, corner. He grabbed a goat for no reason. Uh, grabbed it, shoved it on his cock, shagged it, <laughs> and then split its throat. What? In Island of Death. I hadn't seen it uncut. I'd only seen it. Well, the goat. It was a bit oh. like. No, 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 no. I'm talking about cut or editing. Sorry, David. Censorship. So, so we go. So, I just Welcome said. Welcome to Thunderdome. I was watching it with Graham, and me were watching it in the That's office. That's a bad at, the, at the exact moment that that goat incident happened. Charlie walked in and she looked disgusted and just walked <laughs> Rightly right so. Yeah. yeah well, rightly the old so. movie wasn't like that and it didn't. That was one scene and that was a moment. romantic comedy. It was. Yeah. Only the. What we're fucking. Uh, Julia Roberts. Trying to get off with his yeah. sister. But we didn't oh, know it was his sister till the end. That was the big twist at the end of the film that he's been. Well, the, the big twist wasn't he was fucking a goat. No, no, no. no, no, no the no, bit that's no. inventive is he's with his sister. It's all incest oh, the, the, all along. Shagging the goat's you've fine. Been yeah, involved and yeah. egging him on to try and get off what? with someone that you shouldn't have been. That <laughs> the was goat. the whole point. Not the goat. No, you were all right with the goat. That was live. <laughs> no, you're never all right with shagging the goat. No, you don't understand what happened. We were watching it and I said, all these that have been released now uncut, I said, they're all really lame. You see them all and they're nowhere near as bad as they're made out to be and then that happened and I thought okay fair enough 
But what I'm talking about, the other one, is a black and white Polish sci-fi movie that was on a, an all-night sci-fi festival at the Corner House. And me and Martin went there and we watched that. And this, this, they were they was butchering animals left, right, and centre. And he shot a dog in the head. And I was actually at the point where I don't want to watch this anymore. And then there was a there was a there was a cow with its stomach all cut open that they cut open for that scene. And then you got a question: How many times did they get this wrong? And then oh, get another one. You know, no, yeah, I'm not like happy that with Walt it. Disney movie of not Milo and Otis, it. where there's a, a cat and a dog, and they go on a wonderful journey together. Uh, and there's a moment in it where they they go in near a waterfall, right? And it's uh, they're in peril. Yeah, they're going to go over the uh, over the waterfall, uh, but it turns out that they actually just sent a load of cats and dogs over the waterfall right. to their deaths until they got the shot. <sighs> Milo and Otis, look it up. I don't believe this you. is true. No, well, you we, said that. I thought it was animated. Have, they like, that's fucked just, up. They did. Well, how they got away with that? Well, it was Disney. Six. So that did not have that disclaimer that you see at the end of films about yeah, no animals. Were anyway. yeah, so, they, they, so they could just add a not in there. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yes, yeah, it's, it's ambiguous. I guess it's ambiguous. That's the meaning. If all you see is them going that. over the thing, yeah. It's awful. horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it is awful. I'm, sh- I'm sorry yeah. to bring the show No, I down. didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, I said the other one, it, no, it, it built down. up. It built up to it because it started with a snake and you sort of go, okay, I'm not very happy with that. But the dog was a disgrace. No, we, we, well, we and then Martin went, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure it's 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 dead? And I went, it's dead. There's no way that was because the fucking dog's neck. What was it? The fucking lawnmower, man? No, no, it wasn't. No, 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 both of that. No. I don't. They didn't give a shit. See, just I, I, do whatever. I remember the I'm first, you, the first time they that still I still don't. Probably. The first time I saw Cannibal Holocaust, and it was shocking. But it was only it, I'd be oh, I was in university, so I was in nineteen twenty. But you seen um, it with bits but it was, missing though. But that was it. Because even now it's hard to get that. I've got yeah. a copy of that, and I can't remember where I got but it. But at the time when watching um, it, I didn't, I didn't realize. I mean, I didn't. I, obviously, it wasn't CGI. But I thought like, oh, they 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 managed the ways around that. And then you find out, like, oh no, that was that really was killing a turtle. That really was killing yeah, a snake. There's something. But the, fir- the, but the first Friday the Thirteenth movie when, when they chop up a snake, it's like it's no, that's I just I'm not I can't stand snakes now, at all. But like, that, come but, on, no, they're winding a bit. But you've got it's, to admit that the, the Cannibal Holocaust, they say, at least you have got a quality product out of it. Where I'm not. What's it really though? Is it really? It's a, I think the music makes it. I yeah, really the, the, the music's brilliant, but I think the I film think the music turns it into a tragic pathos, a bit, a bit more. <laughs> You know, no, no. I, I, I don't what, think. I, really? I, no, I don't I, like I, I, movies anymore. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm alright with that. But like, I think the, the okay, now has gone wrong here. Yeah. Oh, I think taste has changed. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that so? That's why uh, <clears throat> Green Hot Green Inferno. Oh, that was bollocks. That was. I thought it was Did shit. Did you get the fat, the, the, the poo gags though? It was a good movie. The poo gag. <laughs> no, but is that what we're relying on these days? Is poo gags? We got put in, holding the nose. It's like ooh, she smells, even though they're like eating people. So, so is that it what we're standards. is that what we're, we're looking for in in cannibal films? Like, well, it was good because it was a shit gag. No, no. Yeah, but at I, least I, it had a bit of comedy. But what got me? Is well, what's he, he, I can't. It was really that, that film was really brutal. I couldn't believe that Eli Roth actually put a bibliography of literally every cannibal movie that that's of note at yeah, the end. Yeah, I yeah, thought that yeah. was really cool. good. Yeah, well, well what, he's, what, he's got his... Um, he's noting films that are probably better than the one he's just made, though, even though I liked yeah. it. I quite like the film, though. I like the characters in it, although yeah, a lot of them, off, you didn't yeah. get a chance to really get to know them for very long, did you? But I've got to say, my best mate 
he's probably one of the big biggest Eli cannibals. Roth. No, not cannibal. Right, no, sorry. he's vegetarian actually. So no. Yeah, they always say that. He, yeah. He's a yeah reformed. No, he's, one of, he's one of the biggest <laughs> Eli Roth uh, fans going. My mate John Fowler, he might be listening in. He really likes one called the Clown. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Clown. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's, watched, he's watched that about four times, so it's really good. I'm not seeing it yet though. Okay, so the story of Clown Go on. is that there was a get a uh, mic. Sorry, well, around. I'm sure they'll be picking this up. Yeah, yeah. The story of Clown. We, we we've talked about it on radio before, on this show before. But it was two filmmakers to hand. I don't have the the names. Sorry, but there were two two filmmakers who uh, decided to do a fake trailer for a movie called Clown, where a dad is uh, disgusted to learn that the, the the entertainer that was due to be like uh, entertaining his kid at a child's his, his child's birthday didn't turn up and so he finds a chest in his attic which conveniently contains a uh, a clown outfit so he dons the clown outfit and uh, he stands in for the ch- uh, children's entertainer and he can't take it off at night it doesn't come off. Now these these were just two filmmakers who did this, and but they presented it as an Eli Roth production. Ah, right. I yeah. See. So they released it online, yeah, as a fake trailer, like f- the new film by Eli Roth. Eli Roth contacted him, saw it, saw it blow up. Uh, Eli Roth like contacted him and went, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, and within within a day. Yep, those those guys uh, were, uh, were were in the industry and uh, working on Clown, the theatrical movie. But it's the same guys who did. Uh, they went on to do. Uh, they're, they're the writers of uh, uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh right, okay. Hmm? Yeah, how chuffed would you be though? Cop car. Cop car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. that was the that, that was the that, that was the. Me that. So it went Clown, a uh, Clown yeah. trailer, mm. faux trailer. Yeah. And they just tagged him in there, yeah, cheekily. Eli Roth jumped on board, uh, like loved it. Yeah, saw that because I, I think a lot of people would be annoyed at that. I love the they? fact that this can happen. Then. Yeah, no, it doesn't annoy me. I think that's brilliant. Why not? Why not? The best stories you've ever had in Willy Wonka Magic Ticket. Yeah, like inexplicable things happen, million to one chance, and and, and put things story. out into the universe, and uh, yeah. it'll come back. That's yeah. it. Tomorrow, I'm doing Quentin Tarantino's Dalek Invasion of Offerton. <laughs> Look, it, it might pay off. It might pay off via Fab Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, it was. It went from a fake trailer yeah. uh, to the uh, feature yeah. feature edition of that movie, and then Cop Car, yeah. which is a magnificent. John Watts, indie director movie. of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're baking in it, and yeah. then uh, yeah, Homecoming. Yeah. Oh, we got some emails. Oh, we better get, oh right. get a little bit stuck into these. Get a crack um, James B says, and I, I wonder who he's talking about here. I think someone is rather drunk there. I'll tell you something, James. I am sober as a judge, and I've got to say, they seem all right to me. I don't know. I'm teetotal, so it's not me. He's yeah, teetotal, so that's two fifty percent. I don't think you sound pissed. Fine. I think you said we've sounded a lot worse than this. Anyway, I, I am Welsh. I am I'm Welsh, sure so it might be me by <laughs> default. I won't worry yeah. though, James. I'm sure it's going to get worse before the end. Paul Ripley, Mr. Rippers, Rippers, yeah, is, is here, right. and he's saying, "What does David think of of uh, Doctor Who? Problem is, she a time lord or time lady?" Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
I don't know the answer to that one. I just... Time Lord. Right, yeah. It's genderless. Right. Can I just say... The Isn't answer it? is in that book. Oh, right. Who is it? Yeah, oh. it is in that book. Do you want me to say what it is? Yeah. Right. So she gets pulled up on this by the character Yaz. Yeah. And in the. Is it. There's a novel in there, isn't there? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Yeah. Do we want to spoil this book for David, though? No, it's one scene. Mm. It's not even important. It's it's a silly throwaway gag. She just oh. says to. Yaz just says, oh, I don't get. And, and obviously, they're just. I'm assuming that this takes place after this season. Because they she they seem to know that she's about the Time Lords and Gallifrey and all that, and then um, she just says to her, "Oh, well, so I don't get it. Why are you um, a Time Lord? Why are you not? A, why are you a Time Lord? Why don't you call yourself a Time Lady?" And then she says uh, that because that sounds like a cheap watch. Time Lady, yeah. yeah. But the thing that's was, what she says. That's the answer yeah, that she was, gives. Yeah. Romana yeah. was a Time yeah. Lady, though. Wasn't yeah, she, she? was. Yeah. So it is interesting this. To be honest, I think Time Lord is genderless, but here you don't, yeah. you have a dame, you have a lord, and you have a dame, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So here it is gender in the, in the hierarchy ah, over right, here. Okay. You have a dame, but yeah. I think that sounds subservient to lord me. Because Dame Judy Dench doesn't sound as impressive as Lord something something. Oh, I think it does. Do I you? Don't know. Yeah, just but I think that's a lot of it. It's down to Judy Dench because there's oh, like she's that, fucking great. Yeah, there's that. She's got like that whole I don't know, just the presence about her, which is she's above everybody else. Yeah, no, she's a great, great. I'm not like actress. in an arrogant way, just the way she she. No, she's great. Yeah, she's brilliant. Kevin Murphy says evening, Mike. Just checking in and listening. I'm glad you're there. I'm glad you are here. Shelley saying hi, Mike. Can anyone go to Fab Cafe to meet you? Well, I guess so because if I'm there, I'm. I'm always happy to say hello to anybody and we're actually there tonight because it's Come Halloween we're going after we've finished here is and it free entry it is free entry yes and Donnie is saying hi guys tuning in late just sitting here alone in a darkened train carriage and you've put Hellraiser on might have to borrow Negan's shitting pants happy <laughs> Halloween why are you in a train carriage why are you in a darkened train carriage is that your job? Are you are you security or something? Are, are you a train driver? In which <laughs> begs the question: Why you're not driving it? I don't I, know. And nobody wants shit pants. No, Tell us no. what, what, why are you in a dark and train carriage and and like is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. <laughs> they make great bars though. You know, like they, there was this bar in in London, <laughs> and it's a, it's an underground station that they've turned over and a disused one and turned it into a bar. And there's a carriage in there that an old one they've just left there, and it's dead cosy. You go in there for a drink and you sat around the table, and it's and it's an old 1960s wooden carriage. Sounds like, so sounds like Westworld almost. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. I do, oh, more emails have arrived. See how popular we are. Alan Boone saying, taking advantage of a rare, rare, where, I nearly said, a rare Wednesday night to myself by listening live for a change. Mike's right about Tomb of Dracula. Thank you very much. I got an A in English at school by presenting Marv Wolf's, Wolfman's history of the character as my own work, and they said reading comics was no good. Oh, Marv Wolfman. Good. Susan Hanks is saying, it's a little too much like a laddie night tonight. Far too much. So off to bed. See you next week, Susan. What does that even mean? Cheers, Susan. Are we being, what, are we being like laddie? I don't think I am very laddie. I don't think I am. No, I hate no. football. We don't like any of that laddie See, I, sort of stuff. I, I like football, but I wouldn't ever class myself as a football hooligan. I, I don't know, I don't know. But I mean, the, the, but there actually, are four lads here. We, we are four gentlemen. You can have a bunch of guys in a room without being laddie. 
Oh, it depends what I your class is like. As in, we just we were talking. Yeah. You know. Anyway, well, sorry if we are, because we don't want to be. Yeah. We're trying our best not to be. Ross is saying, evening, chaps. This is Martin Unsworth. Robert, aye, he's aye. not here. You know where he is, uh, Ross. He's at, yeah. he's at Fab having a drink. Half cup. He's at the Fab Cafe having a drink. Swing uh, his balls around. Evening, chaps. How's your Halloween going? Just a quick one. Did you ca- guys catch Inside Number Nine's live show, Ross? Now, we've just been talking about this, and uh, I didn't catch it live. I think it's moderately amusing what they've done, and it's quite clever. But I'll just say that I... I don't know. It, it's good that if he's talking about this and everybody else is talking about it, what I do like is the fact it's getting people to engage with watching things live. Absolutely, yeah. And that's not a bad thing, is it? Yeah, I, I saw it last night on Catch Up. Sadly, mm. I wish. Oh, it... but you knew what was. You knew why you were watching no, it then, no, didn't you? No, I, I know that there was. You, you knew there was a gimmick. The of course. Well, absolutely. then you can't. That's not the no. same, is it? No, it's not. You the made same. it out. Didn't he make it out like he was sat there and it all suddenly magically happened and he was dead shot? I, I thought they were yeah, in his front room. The way yeah. he's talking about it. I know. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now it's all coming out. Now he's on iPlayer now. No. <laughs> now he's on friggin' iPlayer now. I convinced Starburst Shauna to watch it last night so oh, right. we watched it together blimey and uh, yeah she, and I said oh god like 10 minutes in I said can you imagine watching this live how great this would be this would be and she went why oh no it, even now I get just that even now I get that format and, and she just she was having none of it it it, it no so didn't she enjoy didn't she no, get no because I like the fact that there was the other thing it but there was other stuff from season two that I like the fact they've refilmed. Yeah, I know. that's quite. Yeah, and uh, was she really tweeting? Well, that was us. Oh, was. that's just. She, I've completely like, missed this. I don't know what happened. Explain. So, so uh, inside number nine, uh, they uh, they uh, presented it as they were doing a live broadcast. Right, you know okay. how like the East Enders does sometimes yeah, yeah. Coronation Street. They said they were going to do a live inside number nine broadcast. Uh, and so for the first 10 minutes it's normal it's standard it's that kind of like the the production values are down Uh, there is a you know the mispronunciation just like I did there Uh, it's easy for him to say the uh, mishmashed uh, lines here and there you know because it's live and then there's the odd sound cut out you know and it starts to go very wrong so, do you, do you, obviously, you remember Ghost Watch. Yes. Oh, yeah. that scared so the shit out of me as a kid. This is this is their homage to Ghost Watch. Right. Brilliant. And that's that's all I can say. It's been and gone now. You know, not a lot of people watch live TV now. Yeah, but everybody's talking about it. Yeah, I know. There's a but, lot of people oh, talking about it. Yeah, on Facebook it, it went down lost storm. You know, but but when once you go to see it on iPlayer like I did last night, you will still still appreciate the artistry of it. It fooled this twat that I don't like, and it because <laughs> he was complaining, going, "I hope they're going to put it on again because it's a marvelous piece of TV. It'd be a shame if they don't screen it just because of this technical fault." People uh-huh. don't, don't like, ha, 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 ha. And guess what, David? It's someone you know. Oh right, okay. <laughs> oh really? Oh, okay. And it, it wasn't me. Uh, yeah, it wasn't yeah. Chris. But the great thing Mike. about it yeah. is that you know once you get people talking, yeah, and it, that becomes an event. More shows like that get commissioned, don't exactly, they? Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it, we, was, we should talk about Ghost Watch, surely. As in, we're all yeah, we yeah. all saw that back in the day. That was that was as ridiculous as it is now to watch back. That was groundbreaking TV. It scared the, the pants of everybody. 
And this will lead into uh, a subject that David wants to talk about. Yes, you wanted to bring up tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you you should. uh, Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you guys um, with it being Halloween and everything. What was the the TV programs or films that scared you as a kid? And I know Go- uh, Ghost Watch is a, is a massive one for yes. a lot of people. I was about eighteen when uh, Ghost Watch was on, so it didn't really. Happen. I enjoyed it as a drama, yeah, yeah. but to me, it was very obvious that they were acting. At what point did you? I, so, so I was didn't I, film me at all. I think I was. <laughs> it, no, I'm not I think I was fourteen. I'm saying it, it didn't. I think I was, was fourteen at the, the time, but uh, I do the maths there. I'm not sure. But I remember it. Uh, I had a tiny little 4-3 TV, and I was just uh, on my own Halloween night. Uh, that uh, like half a meter away from my face, and I was absolutely petrified. There was no one in the house, but I was terrified up until a point. And it would be interesting to find out what what point. Oh, so you you yeah. said you there was you something were not... about Michael Parkinson that yeah. he can't act. And he's he, he know, hands it, it up too much, and that was me then. As it, yeah. I wasn't that old, I was watching yeah. this. So I was a, completely. Adult, you know. So it seems that you, David, you, Mike, were completely like you were out. I was hook, line, and sinker until totally. the possession of the studio at the end. Yeah, when yeah, yeah, yeah. And the studio, and then the the wave of relief. Parky and... Um, I, I believed all that. What's his name? I Green. The Sarah, Sarah Green. Parky, Parky and Sarah Green, yeah, 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 yeah. The big thing I was terrified. Who's died. Um, who, Mike Smith. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. from a helicopter crash, mm-hmm. and they survived that, and then died boringly of old age, didn't he? Well, not old, he's about 60, wasn't he? Heart mm-hmm. attack or something. Oh, I, I, I've the seen curse of Ghost Watch. It, is, it feels like we're we're uh, totally it's real. It's real. Yeah, it feels yeah. like we're totally divided because uh, obviously uh, Mike and David are all of like the uh, yeah it was good, but we never believed it. I mean, Chris are a bit more. I, I, I'm on board with you. Where I, so I, I was like nine or ten, I so I was to, scared out of my little yeah, yeah. little drawers. I used to yeah. watch. I used to watch Michael Parkinson on on the Tosha, and and for someone my age, I'd be like seven, eight, nine, and I loved. Parkinson's chat show and I don't know I was the only person I knew in my age group that would watch that everybody else oh that is just talking to this person why does anyone no, it was, it was fantastic and, and I used to love it I so pays I my bills really these days. and I loved Parkinson I thought he was really quite a great uh, icon of the 1970s like, like Mike Yarwood or someone you know he did you don't know how remember how huge he was, and and he he was in that, and I just got the fact that he was he, you just knew he was he wasn't being honest. He was there was something off about him. That's the only reason I didn't get anything off Sarah Green. I thought she was quite believable, if, wonderful. If she'd have just been doing it on her own, I'd have fell for it. Yeah, yeah. She um, had a bit of the event fielding about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah oh well, yeah, inside yeah. number nine mm. live mm. Uh, incorporates event fielding. Yeah. And the most haunted stuff. Right. You are going to flip for it. Oh well, that's promise all right. I'll watch the whole thing. Oh, it yeah. was, it's I quite sad. It as a gimmick. And oh no, wasn't that good. Oh yeah. no, it's not. Oh, the most haunted. Most haunted went it's to a um, masterful narrative. Honestly, well, most haunted yeah. went to uh, the nightclub in my my little town called Buckley, uh, the, the Tivoli, the Tiv, uh, where I spent my youth, and it was that was one of our episodes, and it was so surreal. But and I'm pretty sure they they might have found the ghost of like. My uh, my dignity in there somewhere. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> it was it was it was horrendous. Lead into that. Yeah. Right. No, but okay. that's that's a legit a legit episode of most haunting. Uh, not my dignity, but um, maybe uh, uh, yeah. We only got that 
No, I'll, I'll just stop there. I'll stop With there. I'll stop Derek Akora. No, 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 no. This is this like Derek Akora. What a fucking was, bellend. No, I'm not suggesting uh, I mean, that you bombed Derek Akora, but they're like... Who said us... Where did, <laughs> where did that come from? It was the face they pulled then. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the episode. Well, I felt really chuffed <laughs> because... I don't know it. Do you remember... <laughs> Do you remember, David, a programme that was on late night Friday called Turn On Terry? And it had Terry Christian yes, on it. Yes, I do, yeah. yes. You know where oh, that was you, filmed? You, you're a big fan no. of him, aren't you, that boss? That was filmed in Satan's Hollow. Really, was yeah, it? Yeah, that was the studio. The, it was Satan's Hollow. They used it literally once, once a week. They would come, take it on a Wednesday, and they'd film it with a live studio audience. They were sat in the middle of the dance floor at Satan's Hollow with all that around, and they tried to cut down the demonic iconography as much as possible. That's what I got a complaint of. The first week they did it, they came back and went, look, is there any chance you can just cut down some of the... Um, iconography and I went which particular I knew what they meant but I played I went well what do you mean they went well all the satanic stuff and all that said it's it's a 30 foot model of of Satan I can't move it what do you want me to do with it and and they got right well we'll have to I said you're gonna have to just zoom in tighter and and try and cut it out because I can't change the look of the place it's made with dental cement and they were saying can't you just alter the look of some and I went Christ almighty so that's when Yvette Fielding was on as a guest and she was there and none of this had come out about Derek Akora so we were just chatting and she was using my office as a green room yeah and and then I and Steve Wilson was with me and Steve Wilson just says and you know where, where Wilson is and how this yeah. came back he just said to us so come on then I just want to know is it a load of shit this or not and she just outright she just said I'm honest on it everybody else's except for one person yes. and then he went oh it's Akora then and she went yeah and he went go on then and he went, I can't, well, I don't want to say anything, do it. And then he said, well, tell me. He said, well, he's a fucking con artist. It's going to come out that he's a con artist because he makes stuff up all the time. He makes stuff up. We catch him rehearsing some of the things that when he has these spontaneous possessions, we catch him, uh, we listen in at his, his changing room door and we hear him rehearsing it, even though later on he pretends to them that it's just happened yet. So he said it's absolute crap. And I was dead chuffed because it took a year or two for that to come out. And then when it hit the newspapers, I thought, oh, he's going to be really, really in a mess now. But he didn't though no. people are still inviting him and they know he's making it up and they're still inviting him we then bump into um, her at um, Grimfest me and Martin and, and and Chris and then we're interviewing these directors and then she comes over and goes oh, yeah, how are you doing away yeah you're right and sit down and he got a bottle of uh, Bex yeah and it was a bit of a slippy table and he just shoves it like that so it just skids across the top of the finger <laughs> went look 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 and she just went oh as if oh fucking, I did nobody's ever fucking seen that before. no that the you beer moved on its no, by it itself did. it fucking well did no, that it was didn't. the point. It did. It did. I didn't nudge it at all. It just started moving. I just assumed that was the you, table. That... I've told you this before, and I, I said, don't I bet. believe that. Look, That's oh. not right. That. Were you sure Martin didn't touch it then? Nope. Well, he, some he I can't have just done that. Well, it did slide across the table, and she thought that one paranormal. Of done it. I thought he'd done Aver- it. Aver- um, <laughs> 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 paranormal activity. That's I a great know, title, that. It is. That's a great title for this one. I'm not going to throw anyone um, under the bus, but I was told by another member of the Most Haunted team the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. it. And also, oh, the bollocks. Yeah, someone else, uh, uh, Helen, <coughs> yeah. um, told me way back when, when she was a, yeah. uh, a, 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 a barista, mm. they used to use that Starbucks as a meeting place. 
and uh, she got to know him, and yeah, yeah. See, I was a barista, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen Helen's wig. Yeah, I need to see it. So, <laughs> did you guys oh, ever on. see um, Sheila Ghostman? Yes, fabulous. That is an amazing no, TV. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I tell you, answering a question about some things that scared me, I watched some of these horror films, and obviously, I, I think I watched the Asylum. Horror, um, the amicus one, the amicus one, yeah. that, that, and the bit that scared me, there was bit where he'd been chopped up, and he was in. Uh, there were body parts in brown paper. I find that quite scary. But I found some of these children's TV shows quite scary. Oh, they were, yeah. and and one in particular, I remember, King of the Castle. Yes. And it's the one where they're in a block of flats and you could hear that I'm a king of the castle, all these chanty school kids. He gets bullied, doesn't he? That's now commonplace, yeah. And he found a way from yeah. that block of flats into this underworld and all that. And that was quite scary. Some of children's TV was great Absolutely, back then. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's not as good now. It's not. It even, just uh, even the old pub, uh, public service uh, announcements, or not uh, even announcements, they used to do like public uh, information films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah some of oh, those. Like, yeah. The 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 one where the 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 children are playing on a farm. And oh, Apaches. That's cool. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. They released it on uh, DVD like yeah. a, a couple of years ago. They restored it and put it out. Yeah, and they're playing a little war game. All these, all the children, and it just goes through all the ways that you can die <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> horrifically yeah. on a farm if you're yeah. fucking about as yeah. a child. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, like, yeah, they're getting chopped up in the the, yeah. the, the, the you know the, uh, the the blades of a tractor yeah. and stuff like that, Some aren't they? Were terrible, because they? Oh wow! But, yeah, but no, literally, you would be sat there as a kid in the early '80s or late '70s on a Saturday morning. You'd be watching Tiz was. Yeah, it'd go to the break. You'd have an advert for Monster Munch. Then that, <laughs> then that would come on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or uh, I am, I am the there spirit go, of dark yeah. and lonely water. Oh, this. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't fuck around in swamps. <laughs> yeah. No worries. Like, it was, it, it no was. Worries. Actually, <laughs> We're not going. To. I, I was, I was on the tail. Uh, some of these boys in 1982. I was on the tail of that, and it was it kind of it taught you literally not. You were scared not to fuck around around train lines or by swamps. Yes, or it was in this room right, right now. Yeah, it, it works, <laughs> and there's nothing that shit anymore. <laughs> We've avoided I, I, swamps, train lines. Yeah. There was even what one else? that told you not to not to put a rug on your floor after you'd polished it. <laughs> <laughs> you're kidding. No, you're kidding. Someone slips on it and dies. Am I remembering one? Am I remembering one right here? Snowflakes, is that about, snowflakes? Snowflakes. It was it. one about being locked in a fridge and being left in a fridge. If you go climbing into a fridge on a junkyard, you'll just die. You'll be left. There. <laughs> and it's kind of showing that you're just crying. That, no one can hear you. That well, was Indy, called Indy, Indy uh, was Indiana right. Jones. Yeah, well, that's it. He did. That undid the oh, we did, we did we did we make the same game? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, that was the other one. The, the one that didn't get shown was the nuclear war one, protect and survive. Oh, that was the one that got sampled by uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. I'm, oh, I'm I remember, picking, I remember I'm those movies. Yeah, though Patrick, what's his name? Patrick Allen. Yeah, Patrick Allen's voice was synonymous with all this sort of stuff. He, you'll know his voice. Didn't mind if I kiss you. He, he, straight away you'll know exactly who he is he turned up in Blackadder yeah, in the first season of Blackadder as a bad guy and straight away you go oh it's his voice and it, it, he's amazing isn't it? if you hear it's, the air attack warning you and your family must run for cover so you know I'll be <laughs> yeah. digging these up in that in a minute oh, wow. <laughs> wow so <laughs> I guess that is like if we're going back to our childhoods because what does scare us now 
not much because the world is scary as shit, isn't it? But like going back to our childhood, it is that kind of stuff. It's the threat of nuclear war. It's yeah. uh, the day after tomorrow. Was that what it the was called? The day after. The day after. Sorry, yeah. This, uh, is, this is yeah. This is a big one for me. Threads, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Threads has been refilmed. It know? has. Yeah, I've seen it. It's very good. Very, very good. What do you mean refilmed? Yeah. What? They re-shot it. They've rebooted it. Rebooted in a, in a day. Threads. Frame by frame. They've redone it. Remastered or no? Nope. Reshot it. They've reshot the whole thing frame with by who? Frame. Oh God! Did you hear that? Yeah, did you? <laughs> a spooky, Straight, screaming. <laughs> that would be great, outside. wouldn't it? If the, this was the last re- uh, live broadcast uh, before the world yeah. went officially to shit. Some people won't yeah. broadcast on Halloween. You know that. Some people don't. Yeah. Some people don't oh. like doing this sort of thing on Halloween because they think it's bad luck. Bring it on. No, but thread, Threads, I was 11. 11 when yeah. I watched that. And that was just terrifying. Because when you think about it, Sheffield was half yeah. an hour away from Stockport. It looked like, it looked like, it looked like our life, didn't it? Did, it? Yeah, it right. Did. Yeah. And it starts off very slow, like Coronation Street or something, and yeah. you just see yeah. things in the background. And then in real life, you would see things on TV the at the time. The problem is, when it all kicked off and all, all bang, all explosion, everything, it was places like fucking Woolworths getting blown. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're watching Hollywood stuff and it's all pennies and all, you can't relate to it. But Woolies got Woolies got completely destroyed by the nuclear bomb. Fucking all these shops were all going. You take a line, oh you take our freedom, but don't take our Woolworths. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's oh, it. But when you see that, when you see that, suddenly it's real. It's real, and I was I was scared of the nuclear bomb. No I mean, boots. <laughs> no boots. Boots. It, there was another one, and all and I can't remember the name of it because Brit- I only saw it recently. British it, home stores went up. I think. British I think. home oh, yeah. stores. <laughs> yeah. It was our high street, basically. Yeah, it was. And yeah. everybody looked like our mums and yeah. aunties and uncles. Everybody we knew was there. Everything from your life was getting blown away in seconds and hideous. And there was a woman who pissed herself. Yes, Do you and remember that? that shocked me. She's got the greatest. IMDB entry of How all time. Know that. Anne Sellers. <laughs> Anne Sellers, the woman, Sellers, who, the woman pissed who, who pissed herself. <laughs> <laughs> Not the, is that the fifth? Of these? Chris is killing himself this, laughing here. Is this Get the on. fifth? That sounds like a that, challenge. Um, I give you an IMDB in that case, right? Yeah. Uh, no, go. Yeah, anyone who's listening in, email in if you can find a better IMDb entry than Anne Sellers from Threads. So we've got what have we got? We've got girl with a dragon tattoo, girl who played with fire, girl who pissed herself in Sheffield. Oh, 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 and the man with the man with the iron fists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Right. We're gonna, we're gonna try uh, as 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 entertaining as the uh, subject of the apocalypse is we'll just have a quick break and try and recompose ourselves (laughs) there is something happening in baton rouge at the university cinema the american premiere of one of the most controversial and fascinating films of this decade the wicker man winner of the grand prize for fantasy and science fiction in paris the wicker man written by Anthony Schaffer, author of Sleuth, Celtic, Witchcraft, Druidic Research, by Peter Schaffer, author of Equus, starring Christopher Lee and Britt Eklund. The Controversy, The National Enquirer, April the 5th, 1977. Quote, in a desperate cover-up, rock star Rod Stewart tried to buy The Wicker Man, his girlfriend Britt Eklund's film. Rod wanted to keep the flick, 
from ever being seen. Well, the wicker man will be seen. The wicker man has been resurrected. And the American premiere is now at the University Cinema. Starburst Radio, brought to you by the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. Whether you like it or not, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. FabRadioInternational.com Hello and welcome back to the final bit of Starburst Radio for this week on our Halloween evening here at Fab Radio International. And we've got our guest, Mr. David Galdard, who's been with the show, a uh, listener and a good friend of ours since the beginning. We, Mr. Chris Hayes is with me and so is our online editor, Mr. Mr. Andrew Pollard, who doesn't get over very often. So it's been a fun night Hasn't it, everyone? Yeah, it has. It's been great. uh, Do you know what? We've actually managed to talk more on the break than than we have when when we're actually on air. It's unbelievable. There's another show to be had just from the bits we've said while we're on break. We've got three more um, uh, emails here. Keith is just saying, Hi, Mike, what TV show are you looking forward to watching this winter? Right, I am a bit early for Game of Thrones there, aren't I? That's... Early yeah, next year, isn't it? Early Love next it. year, probably going to be about uh, April at the mm, very yeah. earliest. Yeah, they announced this week. Can't wait to see the end of Game of Thrones. I'm very excited to see how it pans sh- out. The, the spin-off show was uh, uh, got its first lead this week as well. Okay. Naomi Watts, right? Well, is, she's good. This yeah. is this is a prequel. Do I understand it is, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, apparently, many hundreds, if not thousands, of years before. Uh, the the narrative that we've seen before. So oh, I much prefer it when you move forward though than back. I Me too. I, I do like Absolutely, the only prequel yeah. that I've seen that I actually prefer better than the originals. Better Call Saul. I think. Uh, I'm with you on that. I think so because it yeah. it really does add it adds it does the prequel job perfectly, but it's become its own show. Yeah. It really has. And, I mean, you can watch that without having seen Breaking Bad. I honestly think so. And if you actually watched that and didn't bother watching Breaking Bad, I think they'll end it where you've got a full rounded show. Yeah, too true. I mean, like I the, the Game of Thrones is that's going to look a very different show than mm. what's on right now, mm. isn't it? It like, should do. Uh, everyone's uh, everyone's invested in the characters that are in this series now. But don't every don't everyone want to see? Don't everyone want to see the Mad King and all that stuff? That they were always alluding to. You're going to see all that because that's not a thousand years. That'd only be what sixty or seventy years, wouldn't it? Or something. Yeah, it's not going to make a show, though, is it? No, no. I mean, you've got to be careful. Essentially, they're starting from scratch. Did you? Did you like Game of Thrones from the beginning, David, or did it grow on you? Um, I've loved it to be honest with you. Yeah, even from the very beginning. Yeah, the very beginning. The only trouble I had, and I believe. I've, I've spoken to Paul Mount about this, and he, he's of a similar mindset. When you first start watching it, it's very complicated to keep track of the characters because there are so yeah. many. I've never I, seen a show with that many characters. And there are so many that look similar mm. as mm. well. Yeah. And it's almost... Some of the kids that I work with, because I'm a teaching assistant, yeah. 
they know all the family trees off by art, and it's, yeah. I'm just amazed by that. Yeah. Oh, and it's incredible to me. The second season threw me because I just got used to everybody, and then all of a sudden, they, you've got to admit, the second season, you got introduced to as many bloody characters again, didn't you? <laughs> and you had to learn them and who they were related to, and, and it found it uh, part way through second season, it had become essential viewing for me. I was really enjoying it. Um, I think when they killed off Ned Stark at the end of the first season, it jolted oh. Oh, got it. And it yeah. made me think, shit, this is actually, uh, you can get really invested. It's, if they're going to allow that for a year and then brutally do that, anything could happen. I think that's the moment where everyone really sort of paid, paid attention. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. It was a watershed moment. Yeah, it kind of made you realise that, like, yeah, this, yeah. Th- there's consequences. It's, it's not like uh, not like where they're going to tease shit and they're going to, like, yeah, they're going to yeah. string you along. It was like, no, no, we're, we're, we're going to tease things and we're going to go through with it and we're going to kill off the, the basically, oh. the po- that, was, that was the... I don't know if a, a direct comparison, but that was a screen moment where the first five minutes of screen, it's well, first 10, 15 minutes of screen, you have Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, she's the poster child of that film. She is The film's based around Drew Barrymore and the promotion material, and then they kill her off. Yeah, that's every Hitchcock. Yeah, Hitchcock and everybody's left. Yeah, everyone's left. Yeah, exactly, with Janet Lee. And everyone's left Jorah Gabe. That was it. Everybody thinks Anthony Hopkins is the star of Psycho, but he's not the star of Psycho. It's Janet Lee. No, Perkins. Perkins. Hopkins, sorry, apologies. And everybody thought that that was that was her movie. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you've seen little bits of her in the shower just leading up to that moment. Didn't show what happened, and you think, you know, it's a sexy role with her, and and all the way through at the beginning, she's the one with a story. And also, she's the, the only person. Also, with a story. It's, yeah. it's a different genre as well. Brilliant. It's a it's a it's like a crime thriller. It at is. the beginning. Yeah, of the the beginning. I so wanted to did, see what he didn't just with like that. kill yeah. uh, the lead character off. It killed, he killed the, the genre. He <laughs> did. He killed the narrative with the following. But, but then you get in baseball tell they they flesh that out beautifully, suddenly. Oh, see, I've gonna watch that from the beginning, all five seasons. Oh, I'm it's so good. Ray, yeah, you, I, I forget you've not it. seen this, not have you? It. No, I've I remember. I wrote. I wrote the uh, the little um, too precious about the original films. Me too. Me too. At first, but now after I'll tell you what, I I now cannot see the Hannibal Lecter character without thinking of Mickelson now so yeah, yeah. I think you can redo these things and I, my only shame with Hannibal is that they didn't get the rights to Silence of the Lambs, imagine if you'd have got that as a final season with someone of note playing Clary Starling and then the whole thing tied with a little bow on top and a nice end. what a fantastic show I was. believe you'll get that eventually. I hope so but I'm disappointed yeah. No, not many people watched it because it looked beautiful I don't understand why people didn't like that show. I, yeah, but I, I, I can say the same about, about Baseball Hotel. That was like, it looked absolutely stunning. And I, I remember talking to you, loads, t- trying to like champion you to I'm watch it. Board, I'm going to watch it. Oh. I'm going to get the whole box set and plough through it. So that, that's it's, probably what I keep. I'm probably going to be watching Bates Motel this winter. It's, 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 it's. You've it's, seen that. Well, let's, let's move it, the, move the conversation back down to uh, uh, the David's. Yeah. Topic there. What? Yes. Scared as as kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it uh, any more? Well, there was nothing like Hannibal there. on TV. Then, no, was I there, know. You know. Uh, Hammer House of Horror. Hammer House of Horror kid. was. I was huge. allowed. I was allowed to stay up because it was only it was on nine till ten. Yeah. So uh, it was an hour later. I'd usually be going to bed about quarter past nine after, and my grandma let me stay up on Sunday night, Sunday ITV nine o'clock, and that was when you think about it, the first one was the house that dripped blood, and there was That's just the blood one and gore everywhere, the and, and it was it's a scary show. 
I remember having a nightmare. Talk about out of the frying pan and into the fire. I had a nightmare. Come downstairs, and that was bloody on. <laughs> <laughs> all, you know, there's a kid's birthday party yeah. there, and uh-huh. they're clanking in yep. the pipes. Yep. And the pipes start dripping blood onto these kids, yep. and the kids are screaming. It's and to come down as a little scary, kid yeah. and see that. And, and see, you know what was scary? The music and the actual <laughs> fact that that was their headquarters. Yeah, like yeah. Hammer. I'd, like we've got a crazy weird building here that you can't. It's not your normal setup, and they didn't have a normal setup. They had an old that looked like a horror film building they were in a like a little spy of that and you had the guy uh, putting the lights out in yeah. the windows at the beginning to the the hammer music and they got they did another series but they toned it down and called it hammer tales of mystery and suspense and it was nowhere near i've never good. seen that it's good they're good mm. but they're only thrillers yeah there's no horror content it was hammer shitbag shuffling it people See, complained some people complained that that being on at nine till ten was a bit bit much um, there were ghosts, there were monsters in it, it didn't hold back. There were bodies, murders, you know, gore. It was scary. There was another series at the time as well called Armchair Thriller. Yeah. That was on ITV. And it wasn't so much the episode that scared me. They did like a trailer for it. And this was in the afternoon just after Rainbow or something. <laughs> and if you if you look at the, the opening titles on YouTube... It's got the scariest opening titles ever. No, I'm familiar with it. So arm, what was it called? Armchair, armchair thriller. It's, it's like yeah. there's like it's this armchair, and you just see this really sinister, uh, blood drip face. Yeah. This Tuesday at eight thirty on ITV, a new armchair thriller. A childless couple's life is disrupted when their dog goes missing in the park. Come on, dog. Come on, Gina. Fetch it. Come on, Gina. Come on now, dog. You can't find it. You can't find it. She she never came back. I can't find her. Tina. Good dog. Tina. Come here, Tina. <laughs> a missing dog brings terror and intrigue to the lives of its owners. Money changes hands for a dog's ransom. The Armchair Thriller, this Tuesday at 8.30 on ITV. at you from this armchair and it's for a little kid who's just watched rainbow it's bizarre, yeah. it's bizarre. there were some weird choices back then because they were on one level they were encouraging you to mither your parents to stay up late and watch <laughs> weird stuff that's not appropriate do you remember um i found quite scary as a kid did not terrifying in the same way but i found i liked roald dahl's tales of the unexpected oh i loved it wonderful that music and that yeah, beginning the one with the, the one with the tortoise yeah 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 and there's one where her husband wouldn't let her do anything at all. And when he died, she got him uh, kept sort of his brain kept in a 
in a, a apparatus and his eye there yeah and the eye and the brain and that's what's left of him but he's still alive and sentient and you could see his brain works <laughs> and all that and she's basically showing him all constant bombardment of all the shit that he's said that she can't watch these were all based on uh, uh, Dahl's uh, actual yeah. short stories as well yeah, weren't they, they? were yeah, yeah. Until, until they couldn't afford him and they binned him and it became Tales of the Unexpected <laughs> you think I'm joking oh, that's exactly yeah, yeah. that yeah. what happened yeah, yeah, yeah because did. he, he yeah. gets so many seasons into yeah. it and he's not there at the beginning oh, anymore because yeah. oh, no, they started they with him by the fireplace defend him yeah off. because he was a, you know we all know him as mm. a, like a children's author but yeah. he did very very dark uh, did. Uh, material didn't he yeah yeah, yeah. And, but he's just known for you know, and he wrote Willy he Wonka was the writer of the James Bond uh, movie you only live twice. All oh, right. He cool. rewrote it because the book was unfilmable because it was being done before he uh, on a Majesty's Secret Service. So the whole plot of, of that book, "You Only Live Twice," is him getting revenge on who killed his wife. Well, he's not married till the movie after that. So they got him to write a sci-fi novel, and that's about the the rocket ship going into orbit and stealing other nations' capsules, like they'd go. Up, dressed up as a, a Russian ship and it's still an American capsule and vice versa just to trigger World War III. Oh, cool. And that's the one with the volcano base. Roald Dahl wrote that. All oh, which, which all became a trope. So he yeah. created that he super villain trope. All of it. Of all the of volcano, volcano layer. The super, wow. The villain layer. Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's him. It's, it's Roald Dahl. And he, you, I thought he was a great writer. Do you remember what the one called Alarm <laughs> to the Slaughter? Yes, I do. Where Susan, oh, what's Susan. her name? Blonde Penhaligon? Oh, no. Hello, my name is Susan George. Susan fucking George. I mean to say it's not some exotic pronunciation. Yet these useless motherfuckers still couldn't get it, despite having almost the entire editorial team of a genre magazine in one room. At least they got the color of my fucking hair right. I was married to Simon McCorkindale, before he sadly died of cancer back in 2010. He played the lead role in Manimal. I bet they could get his fucking name right. I apologize if my voice sounds a little strange. It is because I have been eating the wing mirror from a Robin Reliant motor vehicle. I know her. Oh yeah, Susan. Something. And it was her and the murder weapon. It was genius, this story. You can just uh, add the do you know what it is? That just add the name in uh, in the podcast version. I will do, the, yeah. <laughs> I'll just do it as a squeaky weird Susan, voice. Susan, Susan. Yeah. So random. Um, so, so <laughs> oh, yeah, do stunning. you know about this story? No. Right, well, you. Yeah, I'll just tell you what it is. It's great, because they, um, they can't figure out what's happened. Her husband's dead, and they just can't figure it out. Where's the murder weapon? We can't find the murder weapon and all that. And they're trying to get, keep it, make sure she's all right. They don't make much progress. They keep coming back. And then finally, at the end of the day, she just goes, oh, well, I'd already set this going before all this happened. I mean, we've all got to, do you want to join me? I've got way too much now because I'm on my own now crying. And they're all, oh, they're there. So they sit and they eat the lamp, yeah. And, and you know that's that's what she killed him with. It was the leg of lamp frozen. Oh, so she's fought it out and then gets the police yes. to eat, eat. The police literally eat the eat evidence. The ev- right, okay. And this was a Roald Dahl tale. Yep. Susan George. Yeah. Susan George. Mm-hmm. There we go. It was, yeah. Oh, Straw Dogs. See? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... What with even before like movies <laughs> and TV shows like scared the shit out of yeah. us, one of my... The, the earliest memories of, uh, of uh, from me is going to the video store 
and being absolutely traumatized by video covers. I remember at like six or seven years old going to uh, uh, the video store that my dad worked at. Art ones or photo ones. Now this was, uh, so he was working at a petrol station at the time. And uh, so this was the, uh, the video stores were just coming into, like, yep. th- th- there wasn't many of them, but petrol stations. Well, petrol stations happened, you must didn't have, they? David, you must have remembered these days where, like, you go down to the petrol station and the little videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shot yeah. On a rack. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. remember <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. We're talking late 80s. Yeah, yeah. oh, right, okay. No, I'm, a, yeah, a, I'm an 82 kid, so, yeah. Even yeah. Be- Betamax. Yeah. They'd, I remember renting a Back to the Future 2, mm. Back to the Future one, sorry, yeah. mm. uh, Betamax. Mm. But uh, anyway, I'd uh, uh, trotted off to the uh, But it the was, it, you could station. tell that they were annoyed that they'd been forced on to do this, because this poor person who's doing the job as, the, you know, oh, I'm serving petrol, I'm keeping an eye on them running off, I'm doing that, I'm I watching all the job. It's a bit of excitement, though, isn't it? It's I bit... don't think so. I think yeah. I just saw it as, oh, this Christ, a, now a, I've got to do no. deal late fees well, on they, this they, tape. They, and... <laughs> well, they, they didn't know what was to come. They had no idea. I'd have loved it. Oh. But I remember walking in there with my dad, and I was about probably seven years old, and uh, he worked there as well. And uh, my, <laughs> my dad's colleague you know, picks up what I later learned was uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, and right. he went, one for the kids, Jess. <laughs> and so as a child, I looked at it and I saw Ronald McDonald, but like in a mm. a very aggressive pose. Yeah. And it, fucking, <laughs> it blew a fuse in my mind. And I was f- absolutely terrified. What's Ronald McDonald doing there? Why is my dad's colleague... Where's the hamburglar? In a creepy manner. Uh... I was. It took Ronald me. Ronald McDonald actually. Some of the versions of him, if you see him over the years, some of them were terrifying. But if the, you, even the makeup, the standard uh, Ronald McDonald, absolutely. Is and, quite scary. And as I brought up on a recent show, mm. where did he go? Yeah, I know. Yeah, no one had any. I'm only speculating, but you can disappear at the same time as like Savile and Rove Harris. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with him. I'm yeah, with him. Yeah, it yeah. was. It, no one knows. It's the same kind of time no frame. One's talking Rob. about it apart from this yeah. show. Rob's where's coming home soon? Hashtag where's, where's Ronald? Ronald? Yeah, where's Ronald? Hashtag but yeah, it's where's the, Ronald? Video cases, home, uh, basket case was another one that caused me. Oh, lovely, sleepless nights just from Bagul. Uh, Belial. Belial. Belial, it's Bagul. Yeah, Belial. Oh, Bagul's. Uh, Trust me. Trust me on it's this. It's as weird as you remember as well. And Every these time movies... you see bad tech, bad, sorry, Basket Case, you think, oh, it won't be as bad. And you watch it and you go, no, it's weird. It's really weird. I had to watch the trilogy um, when, they, when they, they got re-released, yeah. I got, uh, when, when the trilogy got re-released on Blu-ray a few years ago, I had to watch the three of them back to back to back. And I, I was like, Frank Metal. Oh, lovely yeah, collectible yeah. Met- yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I just got the check yeah. discs. But yeah, but no, it was just the, the films were like, oh, these these are getting more... and. More and more fucked yeah. up. Well, we used but, to yeah. have a podcast Friday Night Frights, which I like the name. Yeah, of yeah. Podcast. And um, he the, just commi- he couldn't commit to the Friday Night just, part. No, no, it was like Sunday. <laughs> Monday, it's stupid, Tuesday. really, isn't it? It's stupid to <laughs> yeah. like, put it in the title. Mo- Monday Night when, when the episode is meant to come out. Yeah, yeah stupid. Yeah. So, so he he interviewed Hen- Hen- John Tolson. Yeah, he yeah. did, and he was a long interview. It's like, and it well, was see, he, he did a Frankenhooker as well, which yeah, I, yeah. I I adore yeah. Frankenhooker. Yeah. Do you know what what happened one one year? It was Halloween, and we hadn't been. We'd had the magazine 
magazine about two oh, years ago. Is this, is this Shauna? This last she, night. And she said, uh, and then we're all the writers. I went through that try night. and get the writers to come down, right? And then we're going, all right, so this will be a time where we get to meet them and we'll get a nice professional, get get you know, make everybody realise that, you know, we know what we're doing and that it's all going to be all right. And fucking everyone's going, oh, what are you wearing and that? And then Ella, and she says, uh, Shauna goes, oh, well, I'm going to get... Um, I thought Chris already knew this, but she'd already mentioned this to me and said that we were going for a bike to eat and we went to that downstairs restaurant over... Um, oh, well, what is it? You know where I mean. That bar downstairs... Uh, over the obsidian. road obsidian yeah and and she said oh go and meet you there I didn't know that he didn't know this but basically she decided it was a great idea to be Frankenhooker right <laughs> so she came as Frankenhooker and she came out with all that cra- and that's how she met the fucking writers for the first time <laughs> <laughs> and, he went, and he went oh what you, what are you coming as I just remember him going you, you can't you can't do that you're meeting all these people for the first time what are you doing this for and it was so funny because he was right and it, it <laughs> it's we it talked about this brilliant. last night. She's still not over it. She was still very mad at my reaction. Oh, I, 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 I've only seen the pictures afterwards because I wasn't there then at that time. Um, I think look, it looks brilliant, she though. She did great. look brilliant, Polly, but she was meeting she was, she was <laughs> professional people. I know. It was the first time. If you got <laughs> if you got to meet them a few times and you go, okay, I get it. That's how this rolls. That was... that was, And no one else was <clears throat> in costume either. It was no, just it was just a... One a day... On that day, oh, uh, on, on the on the, the the TV front or the uh, what scared us on Halloween. One thing that scared the piss out of me when I'd be about oh nine or ten was uh, American Gothic with Gary Cole mm, and uh, Sarah Paulson. That's mm. interesting. Oh, Sarah was, Paulson was in that. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah. the the, the, the yeah. dead sister. Oh wow! She's been around a long yeah. time. Yeah, no, I yeah, don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. It, it was, it was, it's yeah, so oh, wonderful. So I bought, it was only years yeah. later, like well, maybe about like three Did or four years ago. It? I bought the uh, the box set, but it's yeah. it's such a terrifying thing about Gary Cole being this the the whole possessive sheriff who just yeah. will do whatever the fuck he wants, really. Oh, um, wow. And Paulson's been killed, and so he takes on uh, Caleb. His name is the little kid who is kind of his son, but but not really. But and there's insinuations that Gary Cole is a devil, and he's is 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 basically no, sitting and waiting. It was oh, it, it was one of them things. Oh, it's brilliant. It so run, why didn't it? Run, yeah, run but it, it, it turns out that when they aired it over here though in the UK though, they um, they aired it out of uh, out of sync, so the episodes didn't really run as oh, well. It was and, and the same that? exactly. How it's basic basic fundamentals. Uh, and even the, even the DVD. Well, what, I told you before, they used to do with seasons. You'd have st- say these shows where actually the cast changed between seasons. Yeah, you would get them showing a season three episode with a season one episode after it and a season two. Some of the characters in it, the actual actor has passed on and dead and they're still turning up and they they just didn't give a shit. If they bought three seasons of a show, they would put them on in whatever order they want to put them on in. For, uh, and right. you had to just go, oh, okay. Uh, Even we... if the theme music and the trail, the, the and the logo and all that had changed, you'd have to put up with that every week. It could be season three episode of Night Rider. It could be a season two. It could be the fourth season. I am um, uh, at the moment. Uh, you can't imagine it now. The uh, the magazine's imagine on... doing that with the Walking Dead. 
The, yeah. Hey. The, well, well, hey. It might make it more exciting to be <laughs> yeah, honest. Yeah. The, the, well, the bank that's on sale at the moment, we have our, our Gotham's Finest Part 1. No, um, you did it. You knocked it out of the park. No, but, but, my favourite show, probably on TV. It's one of them, certainly right up there. And the, you've got everybody. You got everybody. You managed to ish, nail everybody. Ish. Well, but, I think you did great. Yeah, but point, point being is... Um, Mrs. Barbo, Ms. Barbo. Adrian Barbo, yeah, that's coming up. Uh, she's yeah. got her own dedicated she's feature in this issue. She does. But um, speaking to, to uh, the people of all that, like Paul Dini and uh, Andrea Romano, uh, and Sam Ruger, uh, Kevin Altieri, the guys who directed it and, 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 and kind of crafted that TV series, speaking to them, and they said that it was all about just like one episode shows at that time. They they, they weren't bothered about... Yeah, yeah, because it was just the case, because then when it came yeah. to, to... Well, syndication. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and that, that, that ties into yeah. that. But they did creep in at the end. There was one or two. Yeah, season yeah, was, yeah. Well, the third season, they changed the complete aesthetic. They decided to yes. shake it up a bit. And they, you went, in my opinion, at the time, I thought, oh, this is great. And I don't actually like it as much now. I preferred the original ones. I don't. They redid Scarecrow, and I thought he looked scarier, but he wasn't quite right. And I yeah, thought yeah. Catwoman with that pale skin and all that, that I thought looked great at the beginning didn't work for me after that now the rest of them I like subtle touches to Batgirl's costume look good Yeah, but yeah. you can't really that was you had to be aware that there was a new Robin who was Tim Drake in that yes. and there was also they dealt with Nightwing leaving so, so you've got the fact that at that point you did have an arc then you did have a narrative because certainly you couldn't watch any of them earlier episodes yeah. after that point but I think it's wonderful and I think I don't know do you like it David, I mean, do, do Batman the Animated Series, are you, do you appreciate how important that show was? I Well, I never watched it on the original run. I've just bought it, and I've been showing it to the kids at school. Right. And I think it's great. Well, they're, they're more like the definitive versions of those villains, aren't they? Yeah. You get a definitive origin of each one. You get a more, and they're up to date, yeah. and some of them are better. And Batman the, himself better. as well. You know, yeah. It was so I, I, really I can't think who it was. Bruce it, Wayne yeah. is great, it, and Kevin Conroy. I'm sorry, oh. that's the voice of Batman in my yeah. head when yeah. I'm reading the yeah. comic. Now it's Kevin Conroy. Yeah, I tell you what, I really loved the recent animated Adam West one. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The Lynn jokes in yeah. it. The little one. I think the three cat women. Catwoman, Kip, Catwoman, yeah, 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 whatever. Three cat women. Earth Kit doesn't sound right. That does it. <laughs> the three people, the three versions of Catwoman. Yeah. Do you remember when he got knocked yeah, in yeah, and yeah. he sees three yeah, of them? Yeah, and yeah. One of them's Eartha Kit, one of them's Julie Newmar, one of them's Lee, Lee Merriweather. Yeah. And I thought, oh, do you know? As gags go, that's cracking. I loved it. I thought that was really touching. I think it's very sad that he did the other one, Two Face, after it. Yeah, Batman v Two Face. And then that yeah. was that was it, wasn't it? Because he could have carried on doing them for another ten years. Oh, well, uh, yeah. I know. was talking to Polly before, and uh, Bert Ward really wanted to carry on doing. Yeah, I, 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 like for, obviously for the mag, I got to uh, interview uh, Bert Ward. Yeah. For, for, what did he say to you? Uh, well, well uh, <laughs> <laughs> is this an on-air discussion? But yeah. well, well, <laughs> we're, we're, we're balls yeah, out, yeah. Let's, let's um, yeah. yeah. In, well, obviously Adam West recorded um, his vocals for uh, Batman vs Two Face animated, animated feature uh, mm-hmm. before he passed. Uh, as a promoted it, that was when he kind of died. Yeah. Uh, and so for the promotion, we. Uh, got to talk to Burt Ward, and that was yeah. me. Got to talk yeah, to Burt Ward, no, and it was yeah. A, yeah, and it was a really cool interview. I had, I had a whale of a time. It was it was fantastic. It was cracking. Okay, but the um, 
the one slight uh, I don't no, I won't say alarming bit did this as well David yeah well, it was maybe just after a year after Eric Morecambe died of heart attacks going there might be another Eric for Ernie well <laughs> the, the, yeah, oh, that, went, that went down well and all that went down well, well this that, this was like this was yeah, maybe about team upset yeah I mate Brian yeah was came round my house banging oh. on the door and I went what are you alright and he went yeah have you fucking seen that and I went, what? That bastard, have you seen him on TV? He fucking just said that. And I went, yeah, it was that annoying that Brian actually had a word with me over. Because I remember him going, oh, have you heard him saying they might, you know, and he was dead angry. I remember Brian being really upset. Do you remember they tried that. to uh, make you know. a double act out of Bruce Forsyth and Ernie Wise? Really? Yes. Oh, 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 you see, it just wasn't going to be right. Brian was right. That's done. It's done, isn't it? You, you. And I know it's unfortunate to be the one that's left. Unemployable. Yeah, but but surely you could go and open. I, I guess the thing though, the thing with like with Adam West, you know, he gave what he could, couldn't he? There's no, plenty, but but with like with, with all the other double acts, so I think it's like they were still active at the time in, in that field with Adam West and Burt Ward. They've not been. They they have the odd spot appearance as a duo uh, yeah. over for like for the last forty years. So it wasn't oh. like like oh shit, man. It wasn't like it was not to. Oh. Have you seen Return It wasn't like it was Paul and Barry Chuckle type of thing. Yes. Right, right. Return to the Batcave. It had them, it was, it's subject matter was, oh, what's happened since the show ended. So it dealt with the whole show then. There's a little bit at the end and then it mm-hmm. went, right. And after the show had finished, um, we did do, and initially go out and do some shows and there was a piece of footage and it's got the Bat, Adam Ward. He's not got um, Bert, Bert, Adam no, Ward. Adam West, not Bert Ward's not with him. So he's just there, it's Batman, and he comes up talking to these people. And this is an early convention, like 1972 or something, where no one knew how to put one on. And he's just there in what, look like a very empty shopping mall sort of situation and he's there going hello chums how are you and talking with the Batman costume on but he's tubbed out a bit and all because he's not been working and that and and it's just hideous it's like some poor guy who's ill mentally yeah and it's the worst piece of footage I've ever seen I say you ever want to do Adam West a favour just get rid of that footage get rid of Return to the Batcave cut that bit out I'll swear to you oh Return to the Batcave where they, they break oh, oh they brought uh, is oh. it Frank Gershon's in that as well isn't it about a yeah. point Frank Gershon it just, it's just they, it's, well they take them all back they didn't realise how bad that was making Adam yeah. West look yeah, he yeah. just looked like some poor guy who's just clinging to some career that's disappearing in front of his very eyes which yeah, the problem but, is he was not born. He was born. He was Batman too soon. Because if he was Batman and then the show got cancelled and it was mid nineties, he'd have had ten years making a fortune with the old. On on, in, old on that topic though, then, then a sharpie <laughs> would have earned him as much as. The on that topic, boss man, what, what's the, the the whole like beware the grey ghost episode of the Batman animated series where it. he comes back as Simon Trent? I loved it. Stunning. Because there's a line Stunning. at the end where he went and he got him to sign something yep. this Simon Trent character and it's voiced by Bert what, Adam West sorry keep doing that yeah. and he says um, and he says yeah he goes I just wanted to say yeah, the grey ghost was my hero and and um, and then he turned around to him as he's leaving and went and he still is yep. so, and that was his way Conroy's lovely, way of saying lovely. you were my Batman and I yep. really appreciated you I mean Moffat wrote a scene in uh, that Crossover with the two, with the doctors, where Doctor Five meets Tenant. Yeah, and Time he said crash. you were my. Yeah, he said yeah. you were my doctor. Well, that's yeah, Stephen yeah, yeah. Moffat saying to Peter yeah, Davison, yeah. "You were the doctor that I, my favourite." You know, I like it when people do that and they put, you know, a bit of heartfelt. One of the great Batman things from my youth. I mean, anyone who's kind of our age in the Manchester area will remember 
Sunday mornings in the late seventies, early eighties were boring TV wise. There was nothing on oh, for kids. God, yeah. It yeah. was uh, Weekend World, which was like a political thing, <laughs> oh, and then they would have a lot of minority program. The lot beach of... comas. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember the beach comas? <laughs> no one. I can't even find it on YouTube. <laughs> You need to see, you will know the beachcombers and you'll remember the, the music, you'll remember the title, so you will, it'll come back, you'll, you will have okay. seen it, guaranteed. And my parents bought a portable telly and me and our kid worked out if we put this portable telly on top of the fridge in the kitchen we could pick up HTV Wales. Oh, I grew oh, up on, on HTV Sunday Wales. Morning, <laughs> they used to have Adam West Batman uh-huh. and uh, Lou Ferringo. A Hulk. Incredible yeah, Hulk. yeah. Wow. And you would tell the kids in the playground the next morning, and they didn't believe you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is how I got to see. I got to see Battlestar Galactica. Love that. Love that. Because I bought a signal booster from uh, Tandy, and if a Tandy, and it allowed me to watch SBC. Oh yeah, basically yes. Welsh Channel, Channel Four. 4 yeah. I, I I know what S O C is. Yeah, yeah, from North Wales. To have watched Battlestar Galactica. No, I was watching Scotia and stuff uh, on uh, and, and round around and probably come. But isn't it weird how these other channels have the stuff you wanted to see? <laughs> what the hell's going on? Why is that all right? You know. But I did, I did really, really. Uh, I I love Batman and I love the fact that you've covered it and got all those people because you could have got one or two of them and you just well, you went for the whole. You were like trying to get 100% on Grand Theft Auto with this, yeah. weren't you? Well, aim for the sky, isn't it? Aim for the stars. Yeah. Aim for the stars. Two. Gotham's finest part two in yeah. the uh, forthcoming issue as yeah. well. Not that we're trying out. to sell a mag or anything. No, no, no. Perish no. the fort. No. Perish the fort. Well, we've got a few more emails. I just say, Donny's saying uh, about the darkened um, railway carriage. I was on my way home from a 4K screening of the fog brilliant oh, and the train I was on just stopped at a signal for about five minutes then the lights went off for some reason oh good this actually sounds terrifying are you sure it's you weren't bizarre, scared it? yeah. it's like, uh, why is he travelling yeah. like a, a hobo yeah. in a 1950s That's brilliant. movie all good now all good now although when the lights came back on Peter Cushing appeared with a deck of tarot cards I may be in trouble uh, Always been doing some LSD. Yeah. So uh, Paul is saying, Mr. Paul Gibbons is saying, Evening chaps, I came and said hello on Sunday in Fab Cafe and you kindly bought me and the missus a drink. It was the end of a bit of a shift for us. So if I said anything twatty, then my apologies. You didn't say anything twatty. You were very nice, actually. And it's nice to see you. Um, anyway, not sure it's exactly genre, but a new Discworld series has been announced by BBC America. I think the TV adaptations from that universe have been pretty hit and missed so far. Any thoughts? You know more about this. Do you know much about Discworld? I know nothing of Terry Pratchett in Discworld. I'm. I don't Mm. know. I didn't watch the Sky one either. So unfortunately, you've picked on the one thing that none of us know. Terry Pratchett. I I dipped in with uh, one book way back when and. Uh, guards, guards, you guards. gotta read all of them though. Because I this, it was called, it's a huge um, world. It, uh, yeah, it, it's a huge it, world. It didn't work for me, but I uh, acknowledge that it's 
you know, the, the, there's a massive fan base there. I think with what you've got today, I think it's harder to get into something like Discworld because it, the, that is a requirement. I don't know how many books, but it looks a bewildering amount of books, of and I can't imagine it. The only person we know, we have a guy who's our literary editor, Ed Fortune. Edward, he, can, yeah. he can talk, he can burn through books quicker than anything and he reads them all perfectly he retains it all and he can read them in a day he can read loads of books on on just a train journey he canes a book I've never seen anyone who can read so much yeah at, um, but no, Discworld, I think that's that's the only problem. Loz is just saying, uh, I, and anyway, next time you say, always come over and say hello, Paul. It's nice seeing you. It's a shame there weren't more of us there. But yeah, you, the guy we sat with was Deskin, who was, uh, he's the guy who started the mag. So you got to meet the mighty Deskin as well. Loz is saying, I am late, just got in after Halloween party. Okay, truth is, I got bored. What have I missed? You haven't missed a lot, Loz, to be honest, and we're just going off to our uh, Halloween party. We're going to the Crimson Masquerade Ball at Satan's Hollow. And if anybody's listening, it's too late because all the tickets have sold out. But we're going <laughs> to we're gonna be at Fab Cafe. Uh, if anybody's in town on Halloween hijinks, you can come and say hello. I've just scared Chris to death because he thinks you're all a bunch of weirdos that are going to go and stab us. You have actually said that sometimes. <laughs> You've said, why are you telling everybody where we're going to be? One night I did. Not I did a pre-record. Not tonight. No, not tonight you didn't. But once it backfired because I did say, oh, we're, we're pre-recorded the show because tonight we're at the Fab Cafe and some people who were listening to the show live turned up at Fab and followed us around the bar all night. So I That's weird. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be at Fab Cafe. I taught one of them how to play pinball. And then the other one, me and him were arguing over this film. And then the guy was there and he said, and, and I went, oh, my God. And I went, what? And Chris had just gone. And he, he just went, oh, it's brilliant. And I went, what is? And he went, oh, it's like I've got a, a private live show. And I thought, and I thought, oh, this is weird, isn't it? It is weird. Yeah, I know. It is weird. What, I was, know. what would we do? Was it Space Monkeys? Space Monkeys. I can't it was Space Monkeys. Space Monkeys were on at Fab. And, and he, he won a ticket. Because we gave tickets away on the show. Do you not remember? I thought you meant Chris won the tickets. Like, that's a bit tight. The history of yeah. the show, this. The embryonic moments no. where we formed and crafted this highly professional product that you're listening to today. You might wonder how it could have how it could have started. And, and believe it or not, it wasn't as, as professional as this back then. <laughs> 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 on any anyway you know when we said we were going to do a really short show I know it's two it's hours it's ten past eleven eleven, 11 it's, minutes that's now. easy for you to say oh, yeah. right well on that note I think we need to drag this to a halt but I'd just like to say is there anything else you want to say to anybody David who's, who's listening any of your friends or some any, any um, impressions for doing tonight's show was it what you expected pretty much yeah there's uh, less booze though aren't they haven't we been good luck I've just been Red Bull I've Red Bull. I've really really enjoyed it and I just think you know everyone listening to this go out and buy Starburst because they're doing a fantastic job and they're not one of these magazines that just praise everything because they've been told to they're all individuals they're all individual writers they tell it as they believe it is whether you agree or not and I think they're an independent magazine go out there and support print media I love that well, that's yeah. great you know what yeah. uh, it's been great having you and can I say that what a fantastic way to end the show so uh, it, this is going to be a long one this isn't it so I've been Mike he's been Chris he's been Andrew Hiya. and this handsome chap here has been Mr David Galdard <laughs> and we <laughs> will see you next week Tumbling through a thousand centuries You don't know where you land It's so dark in the valley
Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, Portland Street, Manchester. Tractor accidents happen when sufficient care is not taken. So when reversing with a big load, take a good look round before moving. Leaving a building site like this could cause a fatal accident. Overturning tractors are the main cause of fatal accidents on farms. There's always a reason for accidents, and it's usually lack of care. Hello, this is Susan fucking George again. By way of an apology these ass clowns have allowed me to record this ad for my new podcast. Coming 2019. The Starburst Susan George Podcast. Every week you can catch up with my cheeky shenanigans and chat about one episode of a 1979 TV series, hearsay anecdotes from Manimal, and tales from the set of Lightning the White Stallion movie. I intend to record weekly episodes and maintain my busy lifestyle tweeting pictures of horses while I wait for my dead husband to come back to life. The Starburst Susan George Podcast. Available soon from iTunes. I apologize if my voice sounds a little odd. It is because I have been eating corks off an Australian's hat. <laughs>